You are Locked On Warriors Postcast, part of Locked On Sports Bay Area, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yo, what is up, everybody? I am Eric Engel, and you are back listening to another episode of Locked On Warriors Postcast. Warriors absolutely dominated tonight at just dominant win in Philadelphia against the 76ers. No Joel Embiid completely held Tyrese Maxey in check. Warriors win 127 to 104. Wiggins absolutely massive for the Warriors with 21 points and 10 rebounds in only 23 minutes. That's a phenomenal return from injury. Can't ask for much better than that. The Dubs opened up the largest lead they have had in any game this season when they pushed it to 30 in the fourth quarter and got Steph and company some much-needed rest ahead of their matchup with the Pacers in the final leg of this road trip tomorrow in Indiana. Warriors outscored the Sixers 76-46, to 76-46 to 46 in the second and third quarters alone, and they are now 3-1 and one on this five-game road trip with the last leg of it in Indiana tomorrow night. They have secured a winning road trip, locked it all up, locked it all up, and thank you so much for joining us again uh, on uh, Locked On Warriors postcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. That's game code, or that's code Locked On L O C K E D O N for twenty dollars off your first purchase. This game was not a blowout from the, from the beginning. The Warriors actually trailed at the end of the first quarter, and they looked rough. Uh, couldn't really get a bucket. Curry had no points, zero goose egg to end that first quarter. And, and the big three that we've become accustomed to, Steph, Clay, and Draymond, only combined for two, two points in the first quarter. Just two points. It's very, very weird. Just a weird way for this team to win. and. I, I don't expect them to win if Steph, you know, doesn't have these yeah, – Steph they can't continue to win with Steph having these these mediocre games. But every now and again, you'll have an off night. I, I can't remember the last time I saw a Warriors 30-point win where Steph was off. But, hey, we'll take it. We'll take it. 26% shooting in the first quarter. Slow to hit threes again. Just as they were in Brooklyn, they only hit four, and it looked like that was going to go the same tonight. But Warriors finished – with, I believe, 16 three-pointers tonight, got a couple in garbage time there at the end. They they finished fine. They, they're shooting fine by the end of the game, but very, very, very slow start for the Dubs uh, in Philadelphia and a season-low, season-low 15 points in the first quarter. That not the best start, not what you want to see. A lot of turnovers in that first quarter looked out of sorts, although the one thing they did really well is hold Tyrese Maxey in check with Joel Embiid out. This is the one guy on the Sixers that you just can't let beat you. If you lose to their role players, I mean, Tobias Harris really is giving you the work down low. You'll live with that. You'll you'll live with that. But you can't let Tyrese Maxey, who is really the most threatening guy by a mile on the Sixers team with Embiid out, you can't let that guy win. You can't you can't let that guy beat you. And they did a pretty good job on him today defensively as they held him to just 12 points, minus 27, only 5 of 14 from the field. So pretty good night for the Dubs defensively against Tyrese Maxey, all-star Tyrese Maxey. 
and then as we got into the second quarter, we saw an absolutely furious comeback. Usually we're accustomed to seeing these types of comebacks in the third quarter for these Dubs teams. Not tonight. Second quarter came out absolutely on fire. Great ball movement. Big, big, big run to open up the second quarter. And the thing that stood out to me was that everybody got involved. It was it was Pajemski. It was Loon. It was Lester Quinones. It was Clay Thompson. It was obviously Jonathan Kaminga and Andrew Wiggins. But it was virtually everybody on this team touching the ball, getting moving the ball around, sharing the rock, getting some easy buckets in the paint, wide open looks uh, on the perimeter after good driving kicks and good ball movement and enforce the Sixers to to make some tough rotations on defense that they were just slow to slow to rotate to. And obviously, when you don't have the force that is Joel Embiid inside, that really changes things uh, as well. Kaminga probably not going to be getting to the rack as early and often as he did tonight if, if Embiid is in that game. Um, Warriors came out 7 of 9 shooting to start that second quarter. Just, like I said, absolutely on fire. And... We saw a couple really, really big plays during this. Kaminga had a couple big dunks. Uh, right as we were winding down the second quarter, uh, Kaminga had a big, big, big dunk in transition. And then we saw on the next possession, on the Sixers' next possession, back down the court, Andrew Wiggins, who uh, we haven't we haven't talked nearly enough about Wiggins today today yet. We'll get into Wiggs' big game a little bit later in the show. Uh, but he single-handedly stopped a three-on-one. Uh, a three-on-one transition bucket that the Sixers should have just had an easy layup on. And Wiggins kind of swipes the ball out of the first player's hands and in in another Sixer picks it up and goes to put up the layup. And Wiggins immediately, with the bunnies, jumps right up and swats that away. I mean, the the defensive ability to adjust by an Andrew Wiggins is just something that no one else on this team really brings. The the versatility he has, it's 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 kind of what Draymond used to be before his age kind of started to catch up with him, obviously without the, uh, without some of the antics that Draymond can have. But speaking of Draymond, there was actually a, a pretty funny moment in the broadcast where uh, there was a bad foul called on Draymond, bad call. And uh, it was not a foul. Draymond was going for a loose ball rebound. Uh, two guys got there at the same time. Draymond being the bigger guy, you know, uh, kind of won the, the collision and, uh, and they called a foul though. It, it really wasn't, it was just a scramble for a loose ball, but, Point, the point is, <laughs> Fitz and Buki were talking on the we're talking on the broadcast about how they were they were proud of Draymond for not <laughs> for not arguing these calls too much and and just kind of adjusting and having a, a quote conversation with the official. But if you had some ears listening to that broadcast, you could hear Draymond in the in the background saying, That's an awful blanking call. So I've <laughs> uh, got a kind of a funny moment on the broadcast there tonight. Uh, that, that one made me laugh. And, you know, Draymond's going to be Draymond and he's going to come with that intensity. But it's part of why you love him. You know, if he's on your team, you love that guy. If he's not, you probably don't. You probably really, really, really don't love that guy. Uh, just ask Kings fans and, and how they felt about the, the, the quote stomp, which is, I mean, if you're considering that a stomp, that's pretty soft. But just ask the Kings fans about the stomp. Uh, on Sabonis last year. So anyways, uh, back to this game. Uh, Warriors, again, victorious over the Sixers, uh, 127 to 104. Uh, just absolutely great end to the second quarter. The Warriors came back and took the lead in the second quarter. They were down 10, uh, really pushed it at the end and finished that quarter strong. Uh, they did have nine turnovers in the first half. That was troubling. They were able to get it under control. Uh, and the one thing I didn't really like at the very end of this half uh, John Kaminga uh, has a 
has a habit of kind of waving off Steph in these moments where the game isn't really on the line and Kaminga has a one-on-one opportunity. And, and don't get me wrong. I like Kaminga in these one-on-one opportunities. He's phenomenal. There's not many guys in the NBA that can stay in front of him. And if they do stay in front of him, they definitely can't stop him from going over him. So over them. So um, not that I don't like Kaminga attacking one-on-one opportunities, but, but when the shot or when the quarter clock is winding down and you got an opportunity for the last shot of the quarter and Stefan Wardell Curry is calling for the ball in single coverage coming off a screen, you give that ball to Steph. Not nine times out of 10, not 99 times out of 100, a million times out of a million times. <laughs> I want that ball in Steph Curry's hands. He can make the decision to pass off if, if he doesn't have the shot. But small, small thing to, to nitpick in a, in a blowout win, uh, especially in a fourth game of a road trip on the East Coast. I mean, uh, just, just an absolutely phenomenal showing tonight by the Warriors. Did not look like a team uh, who's, you know, going through the dog days of the NBA schedule and on a five game roadie on the other side of the country, they, they looked energized. You saw the bench all night long getting into it. Steph running up and down when he's on the bench, getting everybody into it. You saw the Warriors really trying to get every single person who played tonight, a bucket, uh, including Guy Santos, who at the end was, was, uh, was able to, to drop in a, a layup to get two points, but you know, it's 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 nice to see a whole complete team win like this coming out of the Warriors as we head into uh, the trade deadline, uh, which we'll talk about a little bit later on. Um, what are they going to do? Do they need to make a move? After seeing these last couple games, I, I don't know. I, I think they're kind of set with what they got, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll get into that a little bit more later on. This was a turning point for the Warriors. Again, Another massive, massive defensive performance. They held the Nets under 30% shooting or under 40% shooting, excuse me, uh, in Brooklyn in their last outing. And tonight they hold the Sixers right at about the same mark, right at about 40% shooting. It, this team defensively, if they can just focus with guys like Kaminga and Wiggins and Looney, it, I mean, Draymond, and, and they'll get Chris Paul back eventually, which are two of the most cerebral guys in the league when it comes to de- defensive play, they'll be fine. I don't know if they really need to make a move. Uh, but as we saw in this game, uh, that defense really propelled them in a lot of ways to this victory. Also, this re- the rebounding. Again, team rebounding big tonight from guys other than your traditional centers, your, your Kavon Looney's of the world. You had Andrew Wiggins leading the team with 10 boards tonight. That was great. They need that from him every single night, or that's they're going to need to find boards from somebody else every single night. You'll see Brandon Pajemski get some boards. He, uh, he, he, he had some good, good run tonight. Numbers, not off the charts, eye popping, but you know, he got his, his assists and boards and contributed, you know, six points as well. So, Pods is uh, playing the role. He's playing the role of the backup point guard. He returned to the bench uh, today. Uh, Wiggins did get the start. Uh, we talked a lot about that on the last podcast. And <laughs> he only played 23 minutes, but he looked nice out there. And I'm, I, I think Wiggins needs to play like this version of Wiggins, like the 2002 Andrew Wiggins, not like, not like what we've seen sometimes when he's just not focused. And and when this guy is into the game he's completely different player than when he's not, when he's not focused, he's just not the same guy. He's just not the same guys. Again, warriors win opened up their biggest lead of the season in the fourth quarter, a 30 point lead. 
and they just coasted to victory, got some much needed rest uh, for for their main core guys, especially some of those older guys, Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Uh, none of those guys played over 30 minutes. None of nobody, none of the starters played over 30 minutes. The only guy who even came close was Brandon Pajemski. Uh, and and this was a great, great, great win, great team win for the Warriors. Uh, when we come back on the other side, we're going to talk more about Andrew Wiggins' phenomenal game, Kaminga's continued growth, and Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson settling into his role after we heard those post-game comments after the game against Brooklyn, where he wasn't so stoked about being fading away into the background and being another role player. But we'll talk more about that on the other side. This is Locked On Warriors Postcast. I'm Eric Engel. Thanks for joining. We'll be right back. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're going into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your fit is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. And today's episode of Locked On Warriors Postcast is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. Prize Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. You pick more or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. You can now win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. Prize picks is really simple to play. I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. And tonight on prize picks, my picks that I submitted earlier, Paul George over 20.5 points, Sabonis over 20 points, and De'Aaron Fox over 29 and a half points. I like those kings, man. Uh, go to prizepicks.com slash NBA and use code LOCKEDONNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizefix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match of $100. It's PrizePix. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Welcome back to the Lockdown Warriors postcast. I am Eric Engel. You might know me as Triple E from the Murph and Max show when that was still around on KMBR. And we got to talk about Kaminga, Wiggins, and Clay Thompson. Tonight was not a Steph night. He was a little bit off. Didn't have a field goal in the first half. Only two points at halftime. Uh, he did have a uh, a four point, what would have been a four-point play called back for an offensive foul. I did not like that reversal, but they looked at it. That's what they decided we'll live with it, especially on a night when the Warriors go up by 30 and and handedly defeat the 76ers. 
But this was a really, really, really good night for Wiggins. We talked about it a little bit before, but Andrew Wiggins just, you can't have a more efficient night than what Wiggins just had. Again, 23 minutes, 9 of 14 shooting, 21 points, 10 rebounds, zero fouls, zero turnovers. That and just some absolutely amazing, amazing defense. And locking down Tyrese Maxey, he drew that assignment multiple times tonight. You saw him. When When is... Find me another guy, Andrew Wiggins' size, that, that's going to stay in front of people defensively like he does. It's really impressive. I mean, Wiggins has the physical potential to be one of the top flight best players in the NBA. And some nights we see it and some nights we don't. And tonight was one of the nights that we did. And, and as we said earlier, this looked more like the 2002 version of Andrew Wiggins to me who came up absolutely huge for the Warriors down the stretch, in the playoffs, in the finals. and. Warriors ended up celebrating with a parade down Market Street uh, at the end of the season. And if Wiggins can play like this every night, Warriors have a shot this year. And it, as long as you got Steph Curry, and and he needs a Robin. Steph Curry will be Batman every single time, every until the day he retires. Steph Curry is Batman. If you can find him a competent Robin, this team has a chance. Always, 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 always. If you have. Those two guys, Steph Curry, and then any other guy who can be a number two, this team has a shot. And right now, Wiggins looks like he can be that guy. We'll see if he can keep it going. He was playing pretty well uh, leading up to that ankle injury, and and it looks like he's taking it even a step further uh, after coming back today. And, and I, I really hope that we can see this continue for Wiggins. This is absolutely huge. And uh, we we heard him talk a little bit um, at halftime. He uh, told the the broadcast a little bit of while about what his mentality is, uh, and he said he's hunting buckets inside. That he's trying to drive the paint, and he's he's not just settling for those catch and shoot shots. He's not he's not just settling for a mid range jumper. He's trying to get to the hole. One play that I really liked tonight. Uh, you saw the ball whipping all the way around, and and Wiggs. Got, caught the pass on the wing. He had a three, but he had a defender closing out on him. And he used the pump, pump fake to make that guy fly right by him when the Sixers were scrambling to rotate defensively. And he had the rotation guy screaming at him, ready to jump and block it or try and block that shot. Wiggins pump faked, stepped in, stepped just a few feet inside the arc, and put it up. N nice, open, easy jumper. Just taking what the defense gives you, not forcing it, not. I mean, we've seen so many guys on this team. Wiggins does it. Clay Thompson does it. A lot of guys on this team forcing shots. Curry does it too, but Curry makes them when he forces it. So we're not going to complain about that. But we see guys at, on this team from time to time kind of just forcing shots up. And, and that's not what we want to see. We'll talk about this a little bit after we finish uh, rapping about Wiggins. But Clay, oh man, he is falling into this role this support role so well and if he just keeps doing this he is going to be the best version of himself that he can be at this point in his career which is taking what the defense gives you taking open shots not trying to shoot leaners or or tough catch and shoot shots when he's not doesn't have his feet set he's he's taking what is there and it's it, he's playing phenomenally but back to Andrew Wiggins uh when he was asked about his defensive play uh he he straight up told the guys he he knows he can be aggressive on ball because the team de defense behind him is rock solid and we have seen this kind of building and especially against Brooklyn and again tonight the 
defense, not the offense, but the defense is what carried this team to these wins. And I think this is going to be a turning point in this season where the Warriors figure out that that is going to be their calling card of how they win games down the stretch. If they don't have these defensive stops, you can count them out of games. And tomorrow night is going to be a big, big test against the Pacers, who just have an absolutely top flight offense with Tyrese Halliburton, who I don't think many people on the West Coast are realizing how great, absolutely great of a year this guy is having. But he's having, I mean, he's putting up numbers that kind of match some of Steph's MVP years. It's unreal what Halliburton's doing. They just traded for Siakam. That is a tough Pacers team that can absolutely just shoot the lights out and run the floor. And they are going to have a tough time. They're going to need those fresh legs where that rest at the end of this game really comes into play, but they're going to need fresh legs to, to keep up the scoring against this Pacers team and to, to step up defensively and hopefully limit them to, you know, a modest point total and, and force some tough shots. So uh, we'll see if they can do that tomorrow night against the Pacers in Indiana. Again, this is an early game, four o'clock start for those on the West Coast. In in this game tonight against the Sixers was just really, really, really good to see, as I said earlier, how the Warriors just took what the defense gave them and did not push for these to, to, to just try and force a game plan that they had, but rather take what the defense gives you, adjust, again, down by 10 early in this game and came back, <laughs> led by 30 at one point, just an absolutely massive turnaround for this team. On the other side, we'll start talking about a little bit about the trade deadline, what the Warriors are going to look to do. And one key thing that Steph Curry is doing to open up this Warriors offense that you might not have realized. We'll be right back on the other side. This is Locked On Warriors Postcast. I'm Eric Engel. We'll be right back. Today's show is also sponsored by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Now, if you're like me, you're looking for a ticket to go see the Dead & Company at the Sphere in Las Vegas in just a few months. They're going to have a residency over over in, in the sphere this summer. I mean, that's that's like the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life, uh, aside from a Warriors win, of course. But I go with game time when I'm trying to find tickets for these types of events because I love their last-minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals, easy-to-find-and-buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, and lowest price guarantee. Game time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what type of view to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show you your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Nothing, I, man. Those ad, those those extra fees at the end just kill me. So this is one of my favorite things with Game Time. Buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create. Create an account and redeem code locked on L O C K E D O N for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. 
Welcome back to Locked On Warriors Postcast. I am Eric Engel, a.k.a. Triple E. You may know me from the Murph and Mac show on KMBR, which is no more, uh, but was a pretty fun show for almost two decades here in the Bay Area. And we got to get into this trade deadline. A lot has been kind of put out there about tonight's star of the game, Andrew Wiggins. And if the Warriors would try to move him at the deadline and you know, there's a lot of other pieces that they might be able to throw in there. Uh, people have, you know, earlier in the season and in the offseason, we're discussing a Jonathan Kaminga trade, which I think at this point you have to absolutely completely take off the table. Um, and, and you'll probably hear Brandon Pajemski thrown out there too. Uh, they can't trade Chris Paul because he's hurt, but Brandon Pajemski is going to be a name that you're going to hear. And so is Andrew Wiggins. And I think the Warriors should stand pat. I don't think that they should trade anybody. I I don't think that what you're going to get is going to be anything compared to what these guys could be when they play up to their potential. I don't think if you trade away Andrew Wiggins, as we just discussed, when he's on, he has the potential to go toe-to-toe with absolutely anybody in this league. He can lock up LeBron James if he, if he wants to. He can lock up any single player in the NBA, anybody. You aren't getting that in return. Who are you going to trade Andrew Wiggins for that's going to give you someone like that back? Absolutely nobody. Don't don't even think about it. You're not going to get somebody who can compare. Brandon Pajewski has an absolute – his ceiling is incredibly high right now. I mean, you think about what this guy could turn into, and he just looks phenomenal out there. He makes the right place. He does not look like a rookie. Uh, he's he's the first guy to have this many. This is the first rookie to have this many double doubles in a row since like 1997. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, he is not playing like a rookie at all. Those rookie mistakes don't seem to exist with him. And he's a point guard who's grabbing rebounds and making hustle plays all over the place. You don't trade that guy. That is that is the exact type of guy you would be looking to get back, not not get rid of. So I don't expect the Warriors really do anything. They might do something small, maybe add some some size for some bench pieces, but a couple draft picks, but I don't expect them to trade anybody who you would consider a starter on this team or even a six man, or maybe even the second guy off the bench. I don't think any of those guys are going anywhere. It's this team is built how it is built. And this is how they're, they're going to live and die by this lineup. And I'm okay with that. Uh, Again, I think they have a chance. If, if you have Wiggins playing at this level, you have a chance with with all the other effort and energy that these guys have, these young guys that is just infectious and gets into some of the veterans. It, it makes it easier for Draymond to get rolling. And I, I really do like the makeup of this team. So I don't expect them to go out and make a big splashy move, but I do expect them to kind of shop around a little bit and maybe add something, some some depth, uh, some size you know, but that, that's about the only thing they don't need more shooting. They're going to have, they're going to be pretty guard heavy. They already are. But when Chris Paul comes back, they're going to, you know, have another guard in the mix. And, and they've already shown that even guys like Lester Quinones is, is, is serviceable. He's been hitting some knockdown threes, some good effort from him. Uh, his, I love his energy out there. Same with Guy Santos. Shout out Guy Santos. What a one, what a great name. And two, Guy is just absolutely just showing out deep, like, Effort-wise, uh, both sides of the floor, defensively, offensively, I, I really like seeing that hustle from those guys. And I, I don't think you really 
you really want to have the op- I don't think the Warriors have the flexibility this year as they've had in years past to kind of make a move. Um, their bench is solid, but there isn't one specific guy who just kind of shines as better than the rest that you'd be willing to part from. There, that this team just doesn't have that makeup this year, and I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. I, I think that this team is going to be fine to get into the postseason, and I think that they'll you know, contend. I'm not going to go as far as to say that they're favorites or expect them to win the finals this year, but I do expect them to contend. This is a contending roster. If Steph has more Steph magic in him, which I think he does. And if Wiggins can play like a true number two, like a true Robin to Steph's Batman, which I, that's the big question. I'm not so sure he can every night, night in, night out, but we have seen him do it before. If he can do that, anything's possible. Anything's possible. One more thing I want to get into before we wrap it up today. Steph Curry is setting some vicious back screens, man. I mean, find me another player of Steph Curry's caliber, multi-time MVP, perennial all-star, surefire first ballot Hall of Famer, guy who is just automatic from three and, and just a human torch offensively. And he's coming out here and setting back screens off the ball. I'm stunned. I'm stunned. I mean, he's been doing this. He's been doing this more and more and more this season. But just what an unselfish guy. Like, can you can you find a more perfect star player than Steph Curry? I mean, find me another star player, like I just said, who's totally willing to just sacrifice his body at 35 years old and just have dudes run into him at full speed. I mean, that's not, no one's doing that. No one's Steph size or age or star caliber is doing that. That's just not what you see normally. And it is so, it just speaks volumes about Steph. And this is infectious. It rubs off on everybody else on the team. If you are Clay Thompson and you are worried about, about not closing games, and then you look over and you see Steph setting a back screen it's got to kind of make you tamp that down a little bit and say, you know what? It's okay if I don't have these closing minutes. As long as we win games, I don't care. At this point in their careers, there's not a whole lot of wins left between those, these three as Warriors as they're still if they're still Warriors. Like this, we need to relish each and every one of these wins that these three, Steph, Clay, and Draymond, have on the floor together. I mean, this is this is like like this is the last hurrah guys like we gotta we gotta cherish this and 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 clay's got to get on board with that and and it doesn't matter how you win it doesn't matter if you're on the court at the end of the game it matters that this team wins and it matters that everybody finds their role and clay has really found his role and he's taking the game as it comes to him shooting open shots driving the lane getting boards making far more passes i've never seen clay thompson pass this much in my lifetime so Great to see all of these things from Clay. Great to see all of these things from Steph. We barely even talked about Jonathan Kaminga tonight, but he had another phenomenal game. One more point on those back screens that Steph is setting. It's completely freeing up Jonathan Kaminga to get to the rim and continue to be aggressive in attack and continue to get to the free throw line, which is kind of why the Warriors hung around in this game and in the early parts of it. They they had a lot more free throw opportunities than the Sixers did. So a, a lot of good things, a lot of good things from today in Philadelphia. Again, tomorrow, 4 p.m., Indiana Pacers. After that game, we'll be going live. Another Locked On Warriors postcast. 
And then Sunday, don't forget, huge Super Bowl. I am so excited. 49ers got to have this one. You can't lose the damn Chiefs again. Uh, anyways, <laughs> tune in for those two shows. This has been fun. We'll catch you guys next time. I'm Eric Engel. Thanks for joining us on the Lockdown Warriors postcast. We'll see you tomorrow.